0: Friend Olivia is what First Corinthians three one calls a babe in Christ. She has recently come to know Jesus and is a beautiful picture of God's grace. I urge you, as you listen today, to remember the day, like her, that you gave your life to Jesus. If you've never trusted Him as your Lord and Savior, I pray that her testimony will lead you to see that we were all made for a relationship with yeah. Him. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay,
1: uh, my name is Olivia Connerow. Uh, I'm originally from Opelika, Alabama. Um, Say that again. Opelika, Alabama. Opelika. Opelika. Okay. It's uh, right next to Auburn, Alabama. Oh, okay. So a I lot of people Auburn. know about Auburn, yes. but. <laughs> so right next to Auburn. Um, and I've lived in Northwest Arkansas for 10 years now, actually. Um, I graduated from the University of Arkansas last year. Um and what
0: was your degree in? Or
1: what uh, is your degree in? A pair of and product development. Yeah. Okay. So I love to
0: sew. Okay, Livia. Well, um, I want to talk about the day that I met you. Okay. Which was the day that you met Jesus. And um, that was a um, it was a powerful day in my life to see you go from from death to life mm. and from brokenness to Finding healing in Jesus, um, and you were you were very broken when you walked in the door, mm-hmm. and you had reached out to Donnie and I mm-hmm. and asked just to be able to meet with somebody, mm-hmm. and so we met that day, and you told me your story, and as I've gotten to know you, I wanted you to come here and tell this story because I believe that it is for all of us, for those that know Jesus, who. Maybe have forgotten that place that they came from, you Mm -hmm. know, because the farther you get down the road sometimes or the more comfortable you get in a relationship, Mm -hmm. um, the farther away from that place of brokenness you can become Mm -hmm. and forget. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's good for us to remember. And Mm -hmm. then for those who don't know Jesus to know a place that he can rescue anybody, Mm -hmm. no matter how dark. Mm -hmm. So. Thanks for being here today, and thanks for coming to share this story. Yeah, you're, you're a new, okay. new believer. It was January of this year. Mm-hmm. So take us back to right before, or what what the circumstances were that that caused you to reach out. Where
1: were you in that place? Um, so that week, uh, I think it was like maybe like a week and a half prior that... Um, me and my boyfriend Elijah started going through some like really bad stuff. Like I I mean it's a long story, but long story short, um I had cheated on him mm-hmm. and kept that a secret for like over a year. And mm-hmm. had confessed that to him mm-hmm. and so we were just going through that whole thing. Um and that was probably like the hardest thing that I've ever gone through because it really made me realize so many other things, you know, like I, it was like a kind of like one, a rock bottom for me. Cause I was just like, wow, like this is who I am. You mm. know what I mean? Like this is what I've done. Like I've hurt the person that I care about the most, mm. you know, and like I was a mess you mm-hmm. know it was really hard to watch someone that you care about so much like hurt that much mm-hmm. and know that it's your fault you mm-hmm. know what I mean and so I hadn't by the time I like reached out I and I was just like in this really dark place you mm-hmm. know mentally and emotionally and I didn't really know what to do or where to turn, but there was just something inside me that was like, God is the only answer at this point, you know what I mean? Like, there's no one, like, I don't know where to go, like, who to talk to, like like, how do I come back from this? You know? Um. So you had come to church a few times. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, you were familiar with God. Mm-hmm. So tell me about where that came from. Where did that familiarity come from? How did you, how did you know in, I mean, obviously the Holy Spirit was guiding you and whispering to you, you mm-hmm. know, stirring your heart. Mm-hmm. But did you have a, a foundation to Um, to look back on or tell me about maybe growing up and that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, growing up, um, well, my dad was a youth pastor for over 20 years and um, my mom played the piano in the church Mm -hmm. and my parents both went to a Christian college and my grandfather was a Methodist preacher and everything. So um, for my whole childhood, like I grew up in church pretty okay. much. Okay. Um, and I, I was also homeschooled. And so like, I didn't really know much outside of church, honestly, mm-hmm. like I just went to church and we had, you know, the homeschool programs in church and everything mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, that was like all I really knew. Okay. Um, and so when I was younger, I had a lot of faith and, you know, I was like, very committed to that when I was younger Um, but I think things kind of started to change for me when I got a little bit older and my parents divorced when I was 15 and that kind of I think that had more of an effect on me than I knew at the time. so that was hard. I, I mean, I, was, I, I grew up thinking my parents were going to be together forever. And sure. it was just going to always be like this. And, mm-hmm. like, that was not the case. Um, and then around the same time that my parents divorced, um, my parents also put us all in public school okay. um, around the same time. So that was, like, another hard adjustment. You sure. know, like, I was just, like, thrown into... Um, this huge high school yeah. that I, you know in ninth grade and like didn't know how to adjust to that at all mm. like it's just a huge culture sh- culture shock you sure. know what I mean um, sure. it was just you know from g- g- going to church and being home to like, uh, like I don't like all this like new stuff and like all these new situations that I didn't know how to deal with and um, yeah, so it was just kind of, like, one bad situation after the other, and that was just kind of, like, the beginning of, like, my separation from God, pretty much, okay. um, you know, I had, like, some situations happen to me that were not in my control, and I didn't know, I and I felt... I didn't feel comfortable going to my parents about it because like I again I kind of like grew up in that home you know going to church and everything and I saw my parents and like people that we went to church with as like these perfect people almost Mm. you know Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to like talk to my parents about stuff that was happening to me because I felt ashamed and I like didn't want them to be disappointed in me sure. or whatever it was. So I just like, that was like the kind of the beginning of me separating myself from God, but also like just keeping everything inside. Right. You know, um, cause I didn't want to have that confrontation yeah, <laughs> with my parents yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So
0: for sure. So just one bad choice after another
1: from that point. Right. Okay. Exactly. For several years. Yes. Okay. Um, so I was just actually kind of thinking about all this this morning and I remember um like whenever I think it was in middle school this was even before my parents divorced and everything um I think it was actually on a, a youth group trip that I was on or something and um i was like with these other girls and we're on this trip and we're in the bathroom i remember that and we're all like joking around and laughing and there was like this big like bathroom mirror you know like where the sinks are and Mm -hmm. stuff and i remember like looking in the mirror and like looking at myself and like looking at these other girls and like i was just like huh like i was like i don't like i was like It was pretty much, like, the first time I ever compared myself to someone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I didn't like what I saw. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I was just, like, that was, like, the beginning of, like, my, like, pretty much, like, the shame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I was just, like, well, I don't feel like I look like them. I'm Mm -hmm. not as pretty as them. Mm -hmm. Like... All that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And so that was like kind of the start of that. And then it just snowballed from there. So were you making...
0: Would you say, you know, looking back on that young you, that you were making those choices out of that shame? That Mm -hmm. shame led you to the Mm -hmm. the choices
1: that you made? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, so I just... You know, I grew, like, this hole in my heart, pretty Mm -hmm. much, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, where I felt so ashamed. I didn't feel worthy of anything good, Um, and it just, like—and so I got to this point where, you know, like, I was— you know, there was like a couple situations where, um, when I was in high school where um like I was just I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> um where pretty much I was like sexually assaulted mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um that's hard for me to admit, but yeah. That kind, that was, and that was even before I had any like consensual sexual experience. You know what I mean? So Mm. that was like really hard to deal with, and I didn't know how to deal with it. And so that just added to that feeling that I already had. You know, absolutely. And so after that, it was like, well, I don't know. Like I don't feel like I'm worthy of anything good. You know, Mm -hmm. so after that it just became me pretty much like chasing any good feeling that I could get about myself you know what I mean from other people because I didn't feel good about myself yeah so I was chasing whatever else some you know whatever whoever else Mm -hmm. could make me feel good Mm -hmm. at the time right you know what I mean um to kind of numb that pain, maybe right. Just to make it go away for even a second, right? Exactly. Yeah, and to uh, like help boost this fake self confidence that I had. Sure. I don't know. Sure. So um, yeah, so that I I pretty much built a stronghold. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I built a stronghold, and I. I mean I I would use say like I would tell myself lies but I know that wasn't really me yeah. now yeah. that was the enemy Absolutely. telling me those lies yes. yes and he helped me build this stronghold in my heart yeah and to deal with that was like I used sex mm-hmm. and drugs mm-hmm. to deal with that you know um uh, to, make my, to numb myself, to make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was pretty much most of high school for me. And until I was about 21, I was never in like a serious long-term relationship with mm-hmm. anyone or anything like that. Um, and then when I was 21, I dated a guy and... Um, it was really toxic. It was very emotionally and verbally abusive, mm. and that just added to it. You right. know what I mean? Of and I was like, after that, I was like, so done. Yeah, it confirmed <laughs> everything that you believed about yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, like everything that I was telling myself in my head, this man was pretty much telling me to my face. Mm. You know, and it was just like okay, like, I know this is true now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, somebody in the flesh is literally telling me everything that I've already thought about myself, so mm. it must be true. Wow. You know? And yeah. so after, like... So that relationship lasted for three years, and then after that, I was just like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, for I'm just... Sure. Like, I can... Like, I'm pa- at least I'm past that. Yeah. You know? Whatever baggage came from that, like at the time I was like, I can just deal with it. Mm. Like I can just deal with it on my own. Like I'm just done. Yeah, I'm just not going to like have any more relationships with anyone. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm just done, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, so that was pretty much the situation for a couple of years. Um, and I, um, you know, I, I um pretty like in those two years, like I didn't date anyone, but I was still like hooking up with guys just Mm -hmm. to make myself feel better pretty much. Um still feeding that self esteem
0: issue that you
1: making yourself feel good. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um but as far as like having any desire for anything else, I was just like I just I don't want to. I just can't. Mm -hmm. Um and so I pretty much yeah like in the during those tears, years I just went to school and lost a bunch of weight because I was just like so unhappy with myself mm-hmm. you know and I was just like threw myself into like losing all this weight because I was like maybe that's the answer maybe if I'm like skinny I'll feel better about myself mm-hmm. or whatever it was yeah. um because that was like a big thing um in my previous relationship was like constantly being reminded of like me you know, like being overweight and mm-hmm. everything like that and like you need exercise and you need to lose weight mm-hmm. and you're you're ugly and like all this stuff you know yeah. so it's just like it's
0: just on replay
1: in your yeah head. so that was like and so yeah I dealt with it mm. <laughs> but didn't really deal with it you yeah. know because I like was stupid and yeah. I thought I could deal with it on my own right <laughs> trying to fix it in yeah. the way and the
0: only way that you knew how mm-hmm. just chasing those things mm-hmm. did you ever have like what was your thought did you have thoughts about God I mean you said you built a stronghold mm-hmm. so there was a wall was, would you say it would, would be a wall
1: between you and God mm-hmm, definitely I mean I think um so I never stopped believing in God I never was like oh God doesn't exist or anything like that um I did, my views about God definitely changed a lot. Sure. Um, from the time I went to, when I started high school until now, um, um, I pretty much came to this place where I believed God existed, but he didn't really have any control or say so in anyone's life. Mm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was just like, God's just this person or this thing. Yeah. That created earth yeah, and he exists in heaven. Yeah. But as far as that, like, that's pretty much it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, His hands off. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. pr- pretty much what I came to believe. Because um, I was just like, I was in such a dark place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I couldn't see God. Right. Um, and I started, so that's kind of like why I kind of always, occasionally went to church Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like here and there because I was just like I don't know when somebody would invite me or whatever the case for like Easter you know some like special occasion or whatever um but uh you wouldn't mind showing up but tell me
0: or tell us about that uh the bubble that you said it felt like you were in
1: yeah so whenever uh well I think it was like it's probably maybe like the beginning of last year um I started going to vertical because my sister Michaela um had been going there for a while and she like would invite me and stuff and so I would go and the worship part was always uncomfortable for me because I was I really feel like I felt God's presence during those times mm-hmm. but I was so like uh, like I was just so like cut off from everything mm-hmm. like I didn't really like I didn't I was just like almost like didn't really want to be there sure. you know what like I mean you like you run did you wanna, yeah like, like I was just I felt so uncomfortable and sure. also I feel like a lot of it was like I felt so ashamed and like I was like, I don't really deserve to be here. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I still was, like, in that mindset where I saw other people at church and stuff like that. And I was like, well, they're Christians. They have everything together. They don't ever do anything bad. Mm -hmm. So, like, I definitely, like, don't fit in here. Yeah, because you you knew what you were going through. Mm -hmm. You knew what was going on in your life. Exactly. And so I was just, like, "Ah." so, like, I was just, like, really uncomfortable. Um, Yeah most of the time like during the worship like i just feel like god was like really trying to like get at me Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. i would just like sit there and cry Mm because i was just like this sucks so bad Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like i just didn't i didn't know how to like process it right and um and then I, i would like sit there during the sermon and i would just be like I'd just be in my own head, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, nothing was making sense to me. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, so closed off from the whole thing because sure. I was just, like, I don't really—I believe in God, but, like, I don't fit in here, mm-hmm. and I don't believe in this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just, like, this is not going to—this is not the answer. You know, that's what I really thought. Sure. Um, I was, like, God can't help me. I have to do this on my own. Yeah. You know? So, um, so many people will say, I've tried Jesus. I've
0: tried, you know, and mm-hmm. it does it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that's kind of where you were. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've been and what they're meaning by saying that is I've been to church
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're equating church with Jesus, right? Jesus is there in, in the lives of believers, but right. they've not had that, that connection, that intimate relationship with him. Right. And so I would say that you would probably be, be in that place of like i tried it when i was little
1: mm-hmm. i've
0: given it a try
1: now yeah it and like work. where, like and yeah exactly and i was like where was god when all this happened to exactly. me exactly and like you know like, the hard questions exactly yeah the exactly, hard hard like, questions that we all have yeah what uh, are you
0: yeah yeah so you described it to me at one time it's just you were like an, an inside of an impenetrable bubble
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that has come to mind so many times like i think that's Where so many people are, Olivia. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a great description that they would probably say the same thing. Like, I feel like I'm the only person in this isolated bubble Mm -hmm. that God can't reach. Yeah, no, I
1: felt, yeah, I felt so alone. I felt separated from God and I was just, anybody at church, I was like, I don't even want to talk to anyone here because I was like, I can't relate. Like, Mm -hmm. they can't help me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, I'm here, but like, there's. It's just like, I'm just in my own space. Yeah. Like I I can't, mm-hmm. can't connect. Yeah. And I think
0: sometimes we all feel like we're the one person that God can't reach.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've gone too far.
1: Mm-hmm. We've done
0: too much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too dark of a place. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that's where you are. Oh yeah, for sure. So you reached out, mm-hmm. you, you got to the lowest mm-hmm. point and wanted to talk. Mm-hmm. And so that day that we met, you were a mess. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah,
1: no, I hadn't. I, I don't think I had eaten or slept in like over a week mm-hmm. at that point. Like I was just like so out of it. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and he knew deep down that God was the answer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and he spilled it all out. <laughs> yeah, which was so good. I was just like,
1: I just have this to like, it. yeah, like I was just this like, me. this is this is like the the worst you know what I mean like this is I just literally laid it all out on the table I was like I have to like confess everything Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I was just like because like I finally came to this point where I was like I can't do it Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I can't do it on my own like this is the reality like I can't do it on my own I'm not a good person on my own Right? you know I can't be who I want to be in my mind Mm -hmm. like I just don't have the ability Mm -hmm. you know I realized like I finally like it just clicked for me I don't know it just clicked for me I was like I do need God. Yeah. <laughs> like I actually do. He is real. Like it, it is, all just like clicked for me. Like I don't yes. know. It was just it was so crazy, and I was just like, "Oh, this is the answer." <laughs> like the
0: most beautiful thing. And I don't know if you remember me sharing this with you that day, but as you're talking, um, I've got your name written in here in my Bible by John four because it was such a woman at the well story. Hmm. um, of him meeting you where you were right in your brokenness Mm -hmm. where Jesus came to her and was like telling her about this living water. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, but first he addressed those things in her heart that Mm -hmm. were separating her from him, the Mm -hmm. sin Mm -hmm. and gently lovingly, he showed her, her brokenness. And, um, one of the, scripture says, the woman said to him, I know that that the Messiah is coming. He is called the Christ. So it's like she knew it in her head, right? Mm -hmm. But she hadn't experienced it. And it's like you, like Mm -hmm. I knew there was a God, but you had not encountered Mm
1: -hmm. and had a
0: relationship with him.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And so, you know, when she did, when she realized, and he said, I am he, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: just like when that day that he caused it to click for you and showed you that he was the Messiah. It changed everything. And you got on your knees, mm-hmm. and it wasn't the pretty little prayer of that everybody says, repeat after me. It was yeah,
1: <laughs> that I had done like five times when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> right, it was, the, it was the ugly, beautiful yeah. confession of a, of a broken heart, mm-hmm. and of somebody saying, this is everything, I'm laying mm-hmm. it all out here, mm-hmm. and I know that you are the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day you walked into church and you looked like a completely different person.
1: Yeah. No, I felt like a completely different person. (laughs) You
0: were a completely different person.
1: The Bible says you went from death to
0: life. And it was literally before my eyes, a picture of the walking dead Mm -hmm. to life that Jesus brings. So let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, that was a crazy... uh, Yeah, like after... Yeah, I walked into church meeting you like a complete wreck. And I left with this feeling of hope that I've literally never had in my life, mm. you know, um and that day I actually went home and I've passed out because I was just like mm-hmm.
0: exhausted. I'm so sure. exhausted.
1: And I was just like, I feel like I can finally like actually sleep right yeah. now. Um, and I went to work that night um, and everybody like a bunch of people that I work with will leave like even commented and was like, you look so different. Mm. Like you look so happy. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) And I was just like, literally like a deer in the headlights. Like, I don't even know where to begin right now. Like, oh my gosh. It was so crazy. But yeah. And like, ever since then, like, it's just, it's just, it's, it's been a journey. You know what I mean? Like even now, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, everything's perfect Mm -hmm. right it's not been perfect right but like I have like this I have hope and love in my heart now Mm -hmm. because of Jesus like Mm -hmm. I don't feel like a complete waste of life right you know what I mean like I feel like there um, there's a purpose for me being here Mm -hmm. um and I'm like I'm not gonna I'm like was so nervous to do this, but yeah. like I knew God was like telling me to do this yes. <laughs> because I know there's so many w- w- people and especially women who go through similar situations mm-hmm. that I've gone through Absolutely. and like feel the way that I felt for mm-hmm. so long, yeah. you know? And so like, I knew I needed to do this. Yeah. Like I knew I needed to do this. To like, speak to that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Cause you tried it all. Yeah. I did. You, you did. I mean, like the woman at the well, mm-hmm. I mean, she had looked in all different places, mm-hmm. all the places and tried to fill those needs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he was the answer. He's the living water. Mm-hmm. Um, what is, what does it look like now? You said it's not perfect. It won't be perfect until we see Jesus, right? We're in the process of being sanctified, looking more like him. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what has that been like since January to, I mean, of course, you know, the struggles and the, the temptations are always mm-hmm. going to be there. And so what does it look like to journey with him or with, I know that you have women pouring into your life, mm-hmm. uh, godly women and, um, you know, the body surrounding you and, and nurturing you as that infant in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that look like on a day that you struggle?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think the temptations are there. They're always going to be there, but I think my biggest thing is meeting with God and reading my Bible and everything to fight off the lies that the enemy always wants to feed me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that is like my... Source, like that's the reason why I like separated from God in the first place. Okay. You know, Mm -hmm. so like just fighting that is like the biggest challenge for me. Is it easier Um, to recognize the lies? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm not like, I'm like, I know it's not really me. Mm -hmm. And I also like for the first time realize it's not true. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like when I hear those things in my head, I'm like, I just have to, like, pray mm-hmm. and, like, realize, like, that's not me. Yeah. Like, that's not me. That's not true. And the sooner I realize it, the sooner I can get, like, back on track. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Because if I can fight those things off, like, I don't really feel the need to do those other things. Okay. You yeah. know? Right. Because um, I, I know I deserve better. Mm. You know? Yeah. So.
0: And now you have the Spirit of God living in you mm-hmm. to help you identify mm-hmm. and, like you said, fight that battle. It is a battle. Mm-hmm. It's a war. Yeah, it it's, really is. It's an is. absolute war. Yeah. And there were many times that the enemy thought he had you. And um, mm-hmm. and Jesus entered and mm-hmm. saved you and brought you into right relationship with him. And he, man, he's everything.
1: Yeah, he is. That's
0: awesome. It is. Okay. One of my favorite stories that I tell all the time and I love you telling. Oh, the Bible story. The Bible story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell the Bible story.
1: Uh, yeah. So uh, since I got saved, um, God's done a lot of awesome things for me, but the Bible Bible thing is funny. And it's just, it's wild. But <laughs> so um, I think it was like in March. Yeah, March. um, I was actually meeting with um, Connie that day, and we were talking and uh, reading the Bible. And like, I was asking her about a study Bible, and she's like, Tell me about it. She's like, Yeah, I just, you know, highly recommend you get one. And I was like, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I will, you know yeah i'll get one (laughs) Uh, god knows i'm a horrible procrastinator let me tell you um so i was like yeah yeah um so anyways i leave connie's house and uh my boyfriend calls me and i was like telling him about you know um me and connie's conversation reading the bible and i was like yeah i really need to get a study bible and he's like yeah you should um He's like, okay, well, I gotta get off the phone because I'm at I'm at this dump and I'm dumping out all this trash. And I was like, okay, I'll talk to you later. And so I go home, and he gets home, and he's like, you're never gonna believe what I found at the dump. <laughs> I was like, what? And he gives me this study Bible. And he's like, it was just sitting on top of this pile of trash at the a dump. a study Bible, a brand
0: new. Yeah, looking it
1: was like, study Bible. In really good condition. <laughs> good
0: <laughs> like it condition. wasn't like
1: some ratted, <laughs> you know, it was like, for being at the dump, it was in good condition if right. you've ever been to a dump. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, oh my goodness. So I was just like, oh, my mind was blown. blown. I was like, wow. Absolutely
0: like, blown. It blows my mind. Olivia, and it's the best story because it is exactly Uh the character of our God. I
1: know. To be like, I see you. I see your need. I know you're going to put it off. Yeah. He's (laughs) like, I know you're going to put it off for six months. So here you go. I know you need this. I'm going to provide this through Elijah at a dump. It's just the
0: craziest, most awesome story. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I love that. And you've seen him show up maybe not that obvious but you've seen it over Mm -hmm. and over since yeah just and just
1: yeah and just like also something about me like I stress and I overstress and I stress a lot Mm -hmm. and like that's also something that's changed for me is like I don't really stress that much anymore. No. Like, I'm just like, you know, cause I feel like it's not all on my shoulders mm. anymore. It's not. You know what I mean? Yes. And I'm like, I can like let things go now. And I'm like, you know what? Like whatever happens, happens. Like God is going to take care of me. That's like right. I don't have to like pull my hair out about it anymore. Right. You know? Yep. So that's also something that's been like really, really nice.
0: <laughs> it has been because this has been a really trying time mm-hmm. with COVID
1: and job and mm-hmm. all that and so what a what a test that it's put mm-hmm. your face to yeah already yeah I know seriously like it, like I was thinking about that like like how horrible would it have been to like go through all this and not have yeah. God alone you know like exactly. I don't know what I would have done right <laughs> but man oh, yeah he's so good he's yeah so good
0: well tell me the one thing that you know
1: The one thing that I know is I know, like, no matter, like, what you've done, like, what you've been through, like, you're still worthy of God's love. Wow. Like, He his love is so redeeming, mm-hmm. and I, like, I can't even imagine my life without it. I can't. And you don't have to Mm-mm. anymore. Mm-mm. Mm. Mm-mm.
0: So, 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 so good. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for sharing.
1: You're welcome. Took a lot of boldness. Yeah. My heart rate is like <laughs> through the room <laughs> right now.
0: At the end of John 4, where the story of the woman at the well is told, there is this verse that is our prayer for this episode of Olivia's testimony. It says, And they were saying to the woman, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves and know that this one is indeed the savior of the world. Romans 10, 9 says, If you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That day that Olivia came in and confessed her sins before the Lord and did exactly what Romans 10, 9 says, was the day that she met Jesus, and it changed everything for her. Our prayer is that you will do the same.